chapter 13, verse 24 to 30. Matthew chapter 13, and I'll read from verse 24. The word of God reads, it says, Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. And while men slept, his enemy came and sowed his among the wheat and went his way. When the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tears also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tears? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servant said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No, lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together unto the harvest. And at the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, First gather together the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Amen. You know, simply title for this short message is Do Not Relent. Do what? Do not relent. You know, this month is a, is a, is a, is a peculiar month. And I believe that this month, you know, the Lord would have us to push in the place of prayer. That's why he's saying that we should not relent. It's a prophetic word that we must push in the place of prayer. And um, two days before we cross, I mean, the night before we cross over into the month of May, uh, the Lord showed me a lot of a uh, series of battles in the realm of the Spirit. And also, into, in the very first day of the month of May, he showed me another series of battle. And I wondered at what is going on. That is a month of grace. But yet, God is telling us that as much as it's a month of grace, it's a month of prayer. Where we individually or collectively need to push. Amen. This, title, this, this message, if you look at the, 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 the parable that Jesus Christ said here. He said that while men slept, what the enemy came to sow tears. That means that while their guards were down, amen, the enemy came and did what the enemy came to do. However, one thing that we should understand that I can easily tell you that I'm sure that those good seeds that were sown and the tears that were growing alongside it, it was uncomfortable for the good seed. But the Bible says that the Lord said, leave it to the end of the harvest. But I can easily tell you that for those good seed, they had an uncomfortable time growing what till the harvest amen at the end of the harvest they, they, i mean they were set free i mean they, they they could i mean they they i mean they could do what they, they were they were made to do that means to feed human beings you're eating tears and all that but at the end of the day if you look at the process that they had to go through because it wasn't the intention of any man to put the tears in but it said about while men slept this month god is calling us to wake up in the name of Jesus, and push in the place of prayer. That is why the number five, as we know, stands for the word grace, for the number means grace. That means that the grace to do what God will have us to do, God will give to us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The word of God says in another parable, we can read it on our own side, but it's found in Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13 from verse 24 to 25. It says that the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed the seed in his field. But while men slept, as I said it before, he sowed tears and gone and so forth. However, if you quickly turn to the book of Luke chapter 18 verse, from verse 2, it talks here about 
a judge that we can look at as a bad, as a wicked judge. There was a widow that needed justice, amen. And the woman went to this judge continually to give him justice. But something that happened to the widow here was that as much as she troubled the judge, the judge was asleep and the judge had to get up to give the woman justice. But Jesus Christ said that by the time he comes back, Will you still find faith on earth? Will you still find you in the place pushing for that change to come? This month, amen, God wants us to push in the place of prayer. He wants us to push in as much as we can that we should spare not. Amen. You know, I had a vision as well. And one of the visions I had was in the place of prayer. Amen. And it was like, um, just part, I'm just looking at see what I wrote here on my notes. It was like, uh, imagine the church buying a building, amen? Are we following? Imagine buying, purchasing something, and just about as you're about to purchase it, everything, basically, the, everything has more or less been done. You've played, you've prayed, you've pushed, you've put all the things you need to put in place. Just before the signature, you relax. Are you trying to say because it's as good as done? And at the end of the day, as good as done, everything was Everything happened, but at the end, guess what happened? The church did not have the planning permission as a church because he relaxed. And it reminds me as well, and that's what God is saying that just like this Bible passage that we read about the wheat that was so that while men slept, the enemy sowed tears. So while men took, they relaxed, the enemy sowed tears. It reminds me in the book of Nehemiah. The Bible says that the people of God, when they were building the wall, guess what they were doing? There were people watching and there were people building. So it was a constant thing. You understand where I'm coming from? So that the enemy does not come. I'm pretty sure everybody that flies, amen, do you think the tower in the airport goes asleep? Does it go asleep? The tower? So it doesn't matter whether they're expecting flight or they're not expecting flight. It's always, I'm sure the RAF too, they are all watching, just for enemy. So they don't go asleep. So it's a 24 hours watch, watch, just to keep everybody safe. Does it make sense? So the Bible says here that while men slept, amen, while men slept, a lot of things happen. And God is telling us that this month that we should press on in the place of prayer. The word of God in Luke 18 verse 1 says, Luke 18 verse 1 says, Men always ought to pray and what and not lose heart. Amen. Men what always ought to pray and not lose heart. One thing that we should understand is that if we refuse to pray, we will be forced to pray later. Amen. And I don't want that situation for myself, neither for anybody. David, amen, in the book of 2 Samuel, in the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 11, from verse 1, the Bible says that when, men, when kings go to, ought to go to war, guess what? David, when kings were meant to go to war, you can look at when kings are meant to pray. It says David stayed behind. Amen. He sent his lieutenants. Uh, they went ahead. But while he was in the coziness of his home, the Bible says he saw a lovely woman, uh, Uriah's wife. Amen. And the history goes, the story goes on. He slept with the woman and things happened. At the end of the day, he killed the, wife, he killed, he killed the husband. Amen. And one thing that happened there as well, like when judgment came, remember this action of David came because he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. Amen. The Bible, judgment was that the sword shall never depart from his house. 
That meant that the prayer that he didn't have to pray, he had to be praying for God to save him because at the end of the day, when Absalom, his son, wanted to take care, I mean, wanted to take over the kingdom, David had to leave, uh, leave, um, leave the palace. Not just that he had to leave the palace. At some point, he had to even be praying to God to turn the, the counsel of Ahithophel to foolishness. Amen. So those prayers that he didn't pray when he ought to have prayed, he eventually had to even pray much more. So if we refuse to pray, when we ought to pray, we will be forced what, to pray later. So I will choose the former over the latter. Amen. And when I mean, it's not about scaring, but it's just that sometimes in life, amen, when, when God wants to do something, I mean, because I know without a shadow of that, that we are in the brink of the next level of breakthrough in our lives. And I can easily tell you that as much as we are in the brink of the next level of breakthrough, the enemy will not want it to come easily for us. But all we can do is to wait in the place of prayer. And the rest is history. Amen. And the rest is history. That someone like Elisha, in the, if you take an account in Second Kings chapter 13, 2 Kings chapter 13, verse 14 to 19, uh, hear the story of one of the king about, I mean, Elisha was sick, about to pass on to glory. But the king said, my father, my father, ah, what's going to happen when you die? What's going to happen? That the, the Syrians are still, you know, uh, fighting war against us. And the, Elisha told the man that, you know, take the bow, he shot an arrow, he said that's a deliverance. And he now said, take the arrowhead and, and strike the floor. And what did the man did? The man struck, the king struck the floor three times and he stopped. And Elisha said, you only have three victories. And you go back to the same old status quo. That you should, you should have carried on striking. That the more you strike, if you are struck more often like six, seven times, that you'd have had a you would have had an everlasting victory, but the king relented because sometimes in life when we have a bit of ease, we take it easy. When you've gotten victory, guess what we do? We go and we sit and relax sometimes. And in that place of relaxing, the Bible says the enemy came to what to sow tears. The man went to sleep, and the enemy sow tears. I pray that none of us will fall asleep when we ought to be awake in the mighty name of Jesus. So let's just take ourselves before God at the grace that the Lord will give us uh, this month uh, to stay, to do what we have to do, to push in the place of prayer, uh, to push in whatever he's asked us to push in, whatever that project that God has asked you, that you're already working in that project and you are seeing some advancement that you're not going to relent until you see the finish line in the name of Jesus. Father, this month is a month of grace. Uh, Lord, number five stands for grace. Father, and that also this grace that we need uh, to push, uh, to, make, uh, uh, to, to make the impact that you have called us to make this month uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh. Father, we bless you. Father, we praise you. Father, we adore you. For in Jesus' precious name, we pray.